Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we are doing episode 33 of the Cinemania World Show. I am joined by my co-host for today's show. Uh, straight out of last week's show, Tyler Caliber from the Cinemania page and his YouTube page. Tyler, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Cool to be back. Yeah, no, no movie review this week, but we're here for the World Show. Talk a bunch of movie news. And stuff that went down throughout the week. How you been? How was your week since I last spoke with you? Uh, pretty, pretty solid overall. Not too much going on this week. It's it's kind of like a slow week for movies and all that stuff. Obviously, the Oscars happened, but I mean, yeah. After, after that, I mean, there's no like huge releases. Obviously, Captain Marvel's coming out next week, so that's a something to look forward to movie wise. But otherwise, it's been a slow week overall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides the amount of besides some um, trailers and the right you know, the Oscars. And all that stuff. We had a couple of days for everyone to die down from the Oscars. We'll get into it. But, um, yeah, so we can start off. Episode 33 of the World Show. Thank you, thank you guys for click, for clicking on to this show. Very excited to keep it going. So, today we're probably just going to talk about some uh, the Dark Phoenix trailer. Uh, the Oscars. T- Detective Pikachu trailer happened. A couple of more. A couple of more news that dropped throughout the week. And then that should be it for the show. So, um, first things first, last night they leaked the uh, um, 20th Century Fox debuted the second trailer for Dark Phoenix, and uh, I, I really, they gotta stop doing this whole midnight thing, you know? I know it's because of back like, to back. It's back yeah, to like, back, because I was actually getting kind of annoyed by that too, because I was like, okay, it's a one-off thing, they're gonna do it for Dark Phoenix, and then Hellboy comes out, and they're like, our trailer's premiering at midnight too. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Hellboy is tonight, right? Or tomorrow night? Well, midnight. Yeah. Like, like four and a half hours or so. Like, I mean, I, I know, like, different areas of, like, the country or the world, it'll be, like, morning time for people when it drops, so they but they probably would understand how how we are. We probably understand how they feel when, like, big trailers drop and they got to wake up at, like, 4 a.m. to watch it. But yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's just so weird. I had to wait. It's, like, so weird. I had to wake up this morning, like, before I got, like, literally when I woke up and I, like, when I wake up in the morning, I usually check my phone and go through all the social medias for, like, 10 minutes before I actually get up and then I was like oh yeah that trailer <laughs> then I had to go post it everywhere you know what I mean so I'm just like Jesus I'm tired yeah well but, the weird um, thing about that is I was watching I actually was watching Jimmy Fallon the because Jessica Chastain was on Jimmy Fallon last yeah night. And I was like yeah. okay cool I'll watch the trailer because she's talking on there talking about it to it chapter two and Dark Phoenix because she has both those coming out this summer and right. then he's then they were like Jimmy Fallon's like, we got a sneak uh, preview or uh, like trailer for Dark Phoenix. And then they showed like 10 seconds, 10, 15, 20, maybe like 30 seconds maximum of the trailer. And then they cut it off and then they go back to their segment. I was like, was that it? That was the trailer? You you made me stay up till midnight to watch this right. teaser trailer? That's not even a trailer. That's 30 seconds. And then, well, of course, they said, okay, we're going to show the full trailer after Jimmy Fallon's over. So yeah, they did. I was going to say, they did show the... um. Like, show an actual full trailer and yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I agree. I mean, I would have been pissed if I stayed up just to watch that. I'm glad I didn't. But, um, yeah, I woke up and I caught it. I thought it was... Uh, we'll get right into the thoughts right now. I thought it was very... Like, it's not a bad trailer. A couple of notes I got from it was that it just looks like... It, it just looks like a, like a remastered version of The Last Stand. You know, like, you know how when games get remade for, like, PS4 or whatever <laughs> yeah. like that? Like That's what it feels like. Well. Yeah, it just feels like this is, like, The Last Stand remastered. You know what I mean? Or, like, how Resident Evil 2 did it. Just nicer graphics and, like, a better, you know what I mean? That's just well, what it felt well, like. Literally, some of the outfits feel like they're the exact same. Like, Jean Grey's outfit literally, almost literally looks like, from the poster, it literally looks like the outfit she wears in The Last Stand. Yeah, just a long jacket with some slick back hair and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought the trailer was, I mean, yeah, there was like nothing wow for me from the trailer. You know, I have been very lukewarm for this movie since it was, not since it was announced, but since it was pushed back. Uh, Just because I just, you know, I feel like it's very, I feel like no one wants to be a part of this thing anymore. Fox is trying to just roll this thing out of here. You it's know, pretty it's crazy just... though the how yeah. long that it's actually been like supposed to be coming out. Well, that and New Mutants, but that's a whole different story. But mm-hmm. the movie was supposed to come out in November of last year, and then it got right. pushed back. 
Well, that's the thing because they they premiered the trailer for it, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna show it." It's the new the new date is Valentine's Day, and then literally like twenty four hours later, they announced, "Oh, we're we're pushing it back to June." So it was yeah, like, well, it was why did you put random. why did you show us a trailer with all this stuff? Give us the poster and all that, and then you delay it all the way to June, like the next day. Yeah, and I did not like the first trailer anyway. Thought the first trailer was cheap. This trailer yeah, was it like it wasn't that great. This yeah. trailer was actually much better overall. This one was a little better. It's just still the same thing. And I love how like Fox, like I love how Simon Kinberg and all and just Fox in general are just are telling us that Mystique dies pretty much. It's They're like just so like obvious. yeah. They have to learn how to deal with it. I think it's so funny how they're just like, oh, it's not a surprise. They're just like, yeah, she dies. They have to learn how to deal with it. The, the trailer starts pretty much with her dying and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, so, like, I mean, I like Sophie Turner, you know, from Game of Thrones, of course. And then I, I just like her as an actress. As an actress, I think she's fun to watch. Um, yeah. I'm a huge – I'm also – I like a lot of the cast. It's just like the movies themselves aren't as great as the cast, right? And I and I'm a huge fan. Like I'm like, I'm like a huge fan of um of, of Jessica Chastain. Uh, and then you know obviously Fassbender, Michael, and um and James McAvoy. But yeah. everyone just looks so like bored with this, you know. And I I mean I don't blame them. It's just but just at the end of the day, why do it? You know what I mean? Like why do this extra movie? I don't even remember if Apocalypse did well box office wise. It's just why do it you know what i mean so um, i don't think this is going to do good box office wise either uh, i think this is going to uh, be a solid 50 to 60 million but um it's just like yeah it just looks very lukewarm to me i'm not saying it's a bad it just looks very bland and it, it looks like we've seen it a thousand times where you know one of your friends is now like this you know evil being and now you have to stop you all have to come together to stop this evil being you know it's just very i don't know it's just very lukewarm and it just probably like doesn't help. It, do, it doesn't probably help though that the that they already did this once and it wasn't a very good movie when they did yeah the last, the last stand wasn't very good and they did the whole dark phoenix saga thing right and they retconned all that stuff anyways so and then like Jennifer Lawrence turns me off and um you know everyone the out the costumes like look so bad. The costumes look awful. I don't know if that's like I, I like I, I mean I, I'm thinking of like the X-Men comics and and like you know TV and stuff like that. I don't remember it being looking that like horrific, but like they just they're, they're just like I don't know. Um yeah, I just it's just it's very bland to me right now. I I'm, I'm still looking forward to it, I guess. But I mean, it'll be a, it'll be a cool looking movie to watch in IMAX, you know. Yeah, but it's just true. um, it's just yeah. I just you know if if they don't seem excited for it, you know, I don't feel excited for it. Even in even on Jimmy Fallon, cause I watched the clip earlier when um Jessica Chastain was there. He pulls out the poster like, oh, let's talk about this movie. She's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I forgot I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm that, you know, like <laughs> I was shit. more interested in I was more interested in her thoughts for it chapter two because of her what she said and how it's like she one of the scenes in it chapter two has the has like the most blood ever in like any scene in a movie. Right. Like, um, okay, I'll see I'll, that should be interesting if that's accurate. Right. Yeah, so that's just like that's just pretty much what I got from the whole thing. Uh, how, I just uh, how long do you think into the movie until the mystique dies since we're pretty like since all that stuff probably goes down in like the first act of the movie? I'm thinking I like just as you said like 15 20 minutes in. Um you, know. you can probably tell that obviously in the last several movies she's kind of like not really cared and doesn't really like being mystique mm -hmm. all that much especially with the makeup and all that cuz the makeup obviously has not been the greatest. Like as the, as the series has progressed, like she's gotten less and less looking like Mystique. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that earlier, and I was like, oh my god, she just looks so like she looks so like you know it. It's just like they don't show her. They don't do the whole. It started off in like in like Apocalypse where they did where they don't do they didn't do the whole like body. You know, there was even times in Apocalypse where she. There was just times in the apocalypse where, like, she was just not even blue. Yeah, <laughs> she was she spent just blonde hair. This is a as Jennifer Lawrence. Cause yeah, because she probably didn't want to do the makeup. And, and that's when I was just like, okay, she's not into this role at all. And and then uh and then like that's when and then after that, 
that's when like uh then you like saw her at the end of apocalypse and she's in blue but she's covering her her suit's covering her body i was like okay she's in the blue but not you know she's not doing her whole body just yeah you like, want to get you didn't want to get the full makeup done yeah and then this one the hair's shorter you know no extensions or anything like that it's regular jennifer lawrence hair and then it's just it's just like it's like a light blue you know what I mean? It's like a couple well, of and the, all the scales and all that. There's not as red. There's just yeah. Not, there's like there's like going into it anymore. She just like, looks like a blue Jennifer Lawrence with red hair. Right. There's like two scales, and it's just like I just think it's so funny. Um, not funny. It's just like I'm just you know you just get I get bothered at the fact that how she just does not care about this character anymore. I think that's one of the reasons why they were just like all right, fucking kill her off. Like and yeah, tell and and let's tell the beginning everyone. Beginning of the movie, we're gonna we're gonna um. Do your makeup. We'll have you shoot for a couple of days, and then you're you're done forever. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm not really into it. But, um, did you? So the trailer. Did you like the trailer? You didn't like the trailer, right? I thought it was fine. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I'm not like I'm not like excited for it, but I wasn't excited for it going into it, so I wasn't expecting it to blow my mind or anything. Right. Um, okay. So let's move on. Let's move on into the Oscars on Sunday. The uh, Oscars shocked a lot of people. I'm sure we were all surprised. Uh, first things first, we'll get right into it. Uh, what? What is it? Green Book won Best Picture, which yeah. I don't think anyone was expecting. What did you think when you heard Green Book? When I physic, I remember like being. I remember going like, oh, like you know, just shocked. Like wow. I uh, yeah. I actually verbally was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so Green Book won that best picture. I thought for some reason, for some reason, I thought uh, it was gonna. I I really think Black Klansman was gonna just steal it for some reason. You know, I, like, I was I was like for me, I wanted the favorite to win, but I felt same. like but I felt like Roma was gonna win because Roma was doing so well and it was a great film. And then neither of them won. It was <laughs> it was yeah. Green well, Book. I didn't think Roma. I didn't think Roma was gonna win because it won the best foreign film, and I was like, okay, I don't think they would give it best foreign film and best picture unless they wanted to just shock the world and like make a bunch of headlines, which they did with just Screen Book alone. But I, uh, you know, when I was watching it and I was seeing how everything was playing out, I was like, okay, I feel like it's gonna be Black Klansman or uh, you know, it's either gonna be Black Klansman or the favorite somehow. But I, I was leaning towards Black Klansman. I just don't know why. Just like it was like drilled in my head that that was probably gonna win. And then this one that I'm watching it, I did not expect Green Book, just because you know the Oscars already has so much controversy. So I didn't expect because so I don't I don't know if they knew they would get controversy with this. They with probably this did. Decision. Um, but yeah, so I was just, I was astounded when they, when it won, uh, they went, they, they, they went up and made a regular, you know, award and stuff like that. And then we'll get into, um, some of the winners for the, like actor side. So, um, actor in a leading role, Rami Malek won that Olivia, Olivia Coleman won at best actress, uh, Mahershala Ali won supporting actor and Regina King won, uh, supporting actress. So what were your thoughts on all these like winners? Uh, well, as far as like who I wanted to win and who did, obviously, I mean, I'm okay with everybody that won for the most part. I mean, right. I think Rami Malek was going to win best actor just because it's just, it's just such a, like, a, it was just like an obvious pick just because right. he formed into Freddie Mercury, basically he, disregarding with obviously the lip syncing and the buck teeth and all that. Like he still did a really great job and was one of the actual main highlights of Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, I would have liked if Bradley Cooper had won, but I didn't expect him to. And as far as, like, other ones go, I mean, Mahars Ali, I figured he was going to win supporting actor. Mm-hmm. I actually really was, I was actually really happy Olivia Coleman shocked the world and won Best Actress, because I, I was pulling for her, because I love Olivia Coleman. Oh, that was my favorite, that was my favorite award win of the night. Besides, I mean, uh, besides Spider-Man winning an Oscar, Olivia yeah. Coleman uh, winning that and being so shocked and surprised, as we were. You know, because like if you if if it was like someone else, I feel like they would just gone up and be like, thank you so much to the Academy. You know, they would just know that they probably would have won. I don't think she was expecting to win. I think she no. just knew well, both, that uh, Glenn Close won a lot of the other awards. Yeah. And I, I'm so I'm I God bless Glenn Close. But like who I'm so glad, like when I was hearing when I was seeing that she was just 
walking away with all of these awards. I'm just like, I never even heard of the wife until awards season, you know? So it was just but like, I knew, about, I knew about it. I mean, it's, it's a good movie. I just, yeah, it's just like, you know, from the, and, and I, and I watched it, I watched it in, cause like one of the indie theaters was showing it and I was like, okay, it's basic. Sorry. But like, you know, Olivia Coleman, I just thought our performance was really fun to watch. And I just, you know, I, you know, watching it again, like two weeks ago, you know, I just, I'm really happy for her. I'm glad she won. You know what I mean? I'm happy for Regina King as well because I think she deserves it. And then here's my thing about Rami Malek and Mahershala Ali. I do think they both deserve it, but I feel so bad for these guys because, like, you can just tell, like, Mahershala Ali especially, you can just tell the difference between when he won for Moonlight and how ecstatic he was for that and then to winning for... Green Book, and then seeing like the look on his face of like, okay, I won, but it's like he can't really celebrate because like the movie is being so shafted by everyone, you know. So he he just he they, they both just look so guilty when they're accepting all these awards for their talent and stuff like that. Um, and well, then one last thing before I get your thoughts on all of this, um, what the hell was on Mahershala Ali's he- uh, head? That hat. He, was rock, he was rocking like a beanie at the Oscars. Yeah, that hat was horrific. But uh, anyways, yeah, what did you, what, what are your thoughts? On uh, the rest of the award winners? or Well, yeah. Well, just, uh, controversy just, or what? To all the controversy and stuff surrounding Green Book and, and like Rami and Mahershala and all that stuff. Because, you know, Olivia and Regina, they were fine. They didn't get any, like, backlash. But them, but the, the two guys, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, back backlash is going to happen regardless who, regardless of who won. There would have been some type of backlash. I mean, it would have been it was given that somebody was going to get angry because it's the internet and the world we live in these days. But I mean, I can I understand the controversy with Green Book, but I mean, at the end, right. at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. Like people mm-hmm. are going to people are going to like it. People are not going to like it. I like. I mean, I I thought Green Book was fine as a movie. Like I actually liked the movie. I just didn't think it was best picture award winning like when i when i ranked all of my uh the nominees i think i had it at sixth place as far as all the nominees because i liked it but i was i didn't i wasn't like that impressed for you know it's like like you know i like roma more the favorite more uh let's see yeah and stars born black landsman i was like there were so many other movies that i felt like were better this year than green book (laughs) <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, I agree. Um, I'm just glad it didn't go in. I didn't. I'm just glad Vice didn't get anywhere near that because I did not like Vice. I thought Vice was so like not bad. It's just kind of like jarring that this was nominated and that it was like you know what I mean. It was just very, very basic. But um, yeah. So I'm uh, moving on to uh, and best animated feature went to Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I cry. I didn't cry, but I was so happy to see them win. Just because of like I'd never expect to see. I'm looking on the Oscar website and I'm looking at Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Is I is like when I buy it, I can just say it's an Oscar award winning film. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. And not for like oh best like that's like you know graphic design. It's for best animated feature and it beat Incredibles two and movies like Wreck It Ralph and Isle of Dogs. So that's incredible. You know. Well, Rue, it, it ended uh, like the like long streak of Disney winning that award because Disney pretty much wins it every almost every year they're nominated. Yeah, I just assume I and then and then I'm hearing that you know I'm looking at this ABC and I'm thinking of Disney and I just had a feeling Incredibles two just walk away with it. One Spider Man into the Spider Verse. One I I grabbed my phone so fast to like talk about it because I was so happy for it and stuff. So I'm happy that one. Uh, then cinematography, we had Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Costume design, we had Ruth Carter for Black Panther. Uh, directing, we had uh, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Documentary feature, we had Free Solo. Documentary short, period, end of, end of sentence. Film editing, this was this was, this was was amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, film editing, Bohemian Rhapsody, foreign yeah. language film was for Roma. Uh, makeup and hairstyling, Vice. I'll get your overall thoughts on all of these when I finish all these uh things real quick um music original score black panther shallow a star is born so we'll stop right there that was a couple couple of the uh winners uh real quick uh costume design i i'm so glad she won Uh, after watching black panther over the weekend and you really look at their what everyone's wearing it's incredible like it's i don't know how i don't know 
her mind is so amazing because like it's incredible those like you know what they're wearing and like black like t'challa's outfits and even like the suits like the black panther and the killmonger suits and like uh lupita nyongo's like you know just um fashion and all oh, yeah. that stuff i thought it was so great stuff down to a t it actually like right culture and make it look authentic as possible Right, I thought it was so. I was happy to. I was very, very happy to see that win. Uh, Free Solo. I was happy to see win too because I loved Free Solo so much. They all looked happy. Uh, that that guy, if he climbs another another wall and he and he falls to his death, at least he can say that. You listen, I'm an Oscar winner and stuff like that on my life. So I hope he doesn't climb any more walls. He I, probably will. I'm still I'm still salty that the Won't You Be My Neighbor wasn't docu- uh Yeah, of course. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I I agree. It probably would have won if it would have got nominated. That's what I'm saying. But, like that um, that should have easily been at least nominated. <clears throat> but I right, digress. But, but uh, Free Solo was such a good film, so um, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely happy for that. Film editing for Vice is ridiculous. I mean, for um, for Rhapsody. Rhapsody is ridiculous. I'm just like, come <laughs> on. And we all knew Alfonso Cuarón was gonna win for directing and cinematography. So, what's your thoughts on all of this? Uh, all those. I mean, they were like you said, they're pretty obvious. Like, I mean, he is Romo's just on a different level than those in those categories, directing and cinematography. And I, I, I was surprised that uh, Black Panther won best score. I mean, I figured it was going to win just because the score for First Man wasn't nominated. So I figured, okay, well, since they're not nominated, I mean, they're the next best ones. But all the scores in that were really good. I even liked uh, the Isle of Dogs score. All Isle of Dogs score was really good as well. I just never, I didn't expect Isle of Dogs to win anything, but I was, it was, it was a really great score. I wanted, see, for scores, I wanted Black Klansman. That, um, that signature score that uh you know um John David Washington's character has when he's on screen is so dope. Just for like yeah. I loved Black Klansman's score, so I wanted that to win. I mean I'm glad Black Black Panther won it and stuff because that score is good too, especially when Killmonger comes on screen. But uh you know I really I was rooting for um I was rooting for Black Klansman. Uh, best original song we had Shallow, of course we all knew that was gonna happen. That was like the most one hundred percent lock win. Right, like, right. Um, and then and then it finishes finishes all off. Production design we had Black Panther. Uh, short film we had Bow. Short film live action we had Skin. Sound editing Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, sound mixing Bohemian Rhapsody. Visual effects First Man. And then adapted screenplay Black Klansman. And then original screenplay Green Book. So um, from these, I'm happy for Black Panther again because the production designs in Black Panther was incredible. And like I said in my argument for like you know people, if if you thought favorite or another movie should have got that, <clears throat> uh, Hannah Beecher sat down and thought about these rooms and castles and whatever like that and drew them out and they made and they made it. So I think that's that's like a big accomplishment. I can't go unmissed. Um, visual effects, listen, like Avengers, like stop, stop shutting that out. Avengers, like Infinity they never Wars, win, right? Like Avengers: Infinity Wars, like visual effects are fucking phenomenal. And, and, I mean, there's For a the most part. yeah, there's a few missteps, of course, a few missteps, but like. You can't look at Thanos and think, okay, let's give these guys a nod. You can't look at like that, you know, where was the uh uh where was the planet that they were at when he threw Gamora off? That looks oh, that uh, looks beautiful. Like, especially when he was in the water, that looks beautiful. Like, um when when Tony and Doctor Strange and Spider Man are in that freaking ship, you know, <laughs> when they go and say Doctor Strange, that looks beautiful. You know, everything on Titan looks amazing. Like it's just you cannot look at that movie and not think the majority of this film is just beautiful to look at, especially on like a 4K 80 inch T. You know what I mean? It That's just looks true. amazing. I was I was actually surprised that. <clears throat> Yeah, like you know, I and I'm I'm sure like and like First Man has good effects, but it's like Infinity War, like that is just like that's incredible. And I know people would like because of Infinity War story, people would like put the uh, visual effects on the on on the back burner. But if you just if you're looking at land, the landscapes and like how a bunch of this stuff looks, and then I watched special features and I and I saw that most of New York. That you know that first battle, not yeah, yeah that first battle, all of that, all, most of that was pixelated, and I, I was know. like, like yeah, it was all blue screen, and I was like, what? You know, they did, a lot, I never they did, they did a lot of that on Infinity War. 
yeah, I would have never known it was blue screen. So I was like, you can't not like just like give that a lot to the people who worked hard to make this the most beautiful film of the year. I I think Infinity War definitely should have won yeah, away with that. It's one. it's it's okay. Endgame will end up getting nominated and then lose to like the Lion King or something. So Yeah, like... I think I actually think like if I'm looking at right now what we have this year coming up, I think visual effects is gonna be Alita Battle Angel, uh Endgame, Lion King, like you said, and then probably something like two Detect- more, right? Detective Pikachu. Probably, because <laughs> uh, Ready Player One got a nod, and I didn't, th- I didn't think the CGI was that great in the Ready Player One. It was good, but it, it wasn't was like, ah, oh, award-winning, you know what I mean? But it was good, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think it's going to be between, like, I, I already think we have a couple of locks for um, special effects for next year. As far I mean, as Lion King is literally, like, 100% special effects. Yes, that'll probably win. Yeah, that'll so that'll probably win most most definitely. But yeah, I was just very bummed out that Avengers didn't take it. But what? Um, any thoughts on the remaining winners? Uh, no, not really. I mean, all the. I mean, the only one I would have, I really would have thought would have went either way was production design for Black Panther and the Favorite, just because I thought the Favorite did a really great job with what they with the budget they had compared to Black Panther's two hundred million dollar budget. Right. Right. I but, agree. It's it. I mean, it could have went. To, I was fine with either one of those. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It makes sense. Um. All right. So we'll move on to into the uh, Detective Pikachu trailer that dropped. Was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was yesterday. Um. Two days ago. <clears throat> it was Tuesday. Okay. So what did you think about that? Um. What did you think about the trailer? I thought it was fun. Like I, I thought the first tra- the first trailer actually surprised me because I was like, "Oh, great, we're gonna get a Detective Pikachu movie, and it's gonna be ridiculous." But it was actually really fun. And then we're getting the second trailer, and it's and it shows you more of like the story and the stuff that's actually gonna go on in the actual film. And it actually right. actually kind of fun. Not only just the you know the whole like some of the stuff you see, but actual the comedy, the comedic moments in this also were really funny. Maybe it's just because it's Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> it's just funny hearing him speak as Pikachu. <laughs> just Get that me the hell out of here, Pikachu! That was like the funniest thing. That whole I know like, I was laughing. I was like, laughing so hard. Get me the hell out of here! I, it looks it looks really fun. Like, like you said, I agree. It looks really. Um, I actually watched it the first. I actually watched it the first time in full today because I watched like snippets and stuff like that. Um, but I, it was, it's really, it looks really fun, and like, like you said, I'm the same way, when it was announced, I was like, oh, do we need this movie, uh, but it does, like, you know, after watching all the trailers and stuff like that, the first trailer hooked me already, so this trailer just made it even more good. I think part, I think part of why I was skeptical also is just because I don't really like the actual, like, lead actor in this, the guy from Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, I hope he gets to redeem himself because I did not like him in Fallen Kingdom as well. I yeah. definitely agree with you. Like that bullshit screaming. Oh, <laughs> that so... movie was that movie was bad all around. But like, yeah, bigger negatives. Yeah, he was not good. So hopefully he can change it around in this movie. I think he will. Him and him and Ryan Reynolds seem seem to have really really good chemistry. So that's good. But. Yeah. Uh, that's but true. yeah, it looks really fun. It looks exciting. I'm excited to see it. All the little Easter eggs were cool. Um, I I flipped out when Mewtwo popped out. Yeah, Mewtwo. I mean, unfortunately, it was already spoiled that he was in the trailer. Every because literally, you know, um, but when, he's in the poster. Well, yeah, he's in the. Well, yeah, that. But then you know how like when you're on YouTube and like you know the whoever whichever studios is posting the trailer on. Yeah. You know, okay, so I think it's Universal. I think it's you know, yeah, it's Universal. But they didn't, they didn't show Mewtwo, but like other people who were posting the trailer did. And I was like, well, fuck, man, I love Mewtwo. It would have been a great surprise for me. But uh, yeah, it was yeah. already spoiled that he was there. So I mean, it was cool though. It was, it's still a very good moment to see him come up and stuff like that. I'm very excited to see how they do it. I, I heard right now everything seems to be really, 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 really like accurate to the video to the game and stuff like that. It's so like I'm it. excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see what that turns up. I'm definitely gonna be in there first weekend and all that stuff. Same so, here. It look it looks fun. Yeah, it looks really really good to it's see. It's gonna do it's gonna do ridiculous box office numbers as well. Yeah, I think we're sleeping because it's Pokemon. Yeah, I think we're sleeping on a lot of films on how good they can be box office this year. You know, like yeah, everyone's saying like Endgame. We'll get we'll get to Endgame when we get to Captain Marvel. 
but I think a lot of people are sleeping on like movies like Detective Pikachu, how be- how good that can really do for box office. Um, movies like The Lion King, even though people are saying are people assume that it's going okay, it'll do good, but I think I think that could be a movie that can go head to head with Star Wars and Avengers. Like you know, I think I think both of those easily are gonna make a billion worldwide. Right, I think at least it's, I know Pikachu in the Asian in the Asia uh, in the Asian market will do great. I already know that, but I yeah. mean, I I, I think the the kids and the adults that have to go. Right. With kids and the word of mouth if it actually is really good and then it's just gonna just stomp everything but even like domestically you know when they start putting up the posters in the theaters and the banners and like the you know you're gonna get all the fluffy looking pikachu toys everywhere and i feel like it's gonna be a big deal you know what i mean as far as box office goes so you know i i'm excited to see what that does um so rami malik is uh, set to play the villain role for Bond 25, and Lupita Nyong'o was set to play the Bond girl. Uh, what do you think about all this? I think both of those are solid choices, just because like Rami Malek, obviously he's riding high. He's, he won his Oscar. Now he can pretty much do whatever he wants, so he's got the that's his, <clears throat> that's his next big step. He's going to be a Bond villain now. Yeah, is really good, too. She's a good choice as a Bond girl. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy to see her. I I think it's a um. I think it's. I think after he won his Oscar, they were like, okay, let's uh, let's lock this guy in, you know. <laughs> but um, I'm very happy for him as an actor because you know, for someone who who's come from Mr. Robot, he was in a video game, you know, to like win an <laughs> Oscar and then being Bond, like he's really his name is becoming like one of the one of the you know cornerstones of Hollywood right now, and I, I'm very happy for him, you know. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't screw it up, or if he's like a really bad Bond villain or something like that. Because I mean, his career can only really go up from here, barring a setback like a, the bond, him not being a very good Bond villain. Yeah, I, I do think you're right. I think that's gonna be like a lot of. I think that's gonna have like a lot of um, like he's gonna be like a, a lot of weight on his shoulder because he already had weight on his shoulder for trying to be you know for for playing Freddie Mercury. So you know he's gonna have a lot of microscopes as well for being in the James Bond universe. I can just and then I can just already see it now. Rami Malek ruined my Bond franchise. You know I can just see it. I oh god. Well, plus they're gonna probably go try and go out with a bang. <laughs> That's supposed to be Daniel Craig's last Bond film. Right. Yeah. I can just I I hope that is, I hope that that doesn't happen. But uh, between that and Kerry Fukunaga's directing it, and he's a great director. So I mean, if if they if all these things combined, you know, and the added pressure of that, and he somehow ends up being a bad Bond villain, that's not going to look good for him. Exactly. No, I totally agree. And then uh, and then Lupita Nyong'o. I'm excited to see her as a Bond girl. I think that'd be nice and different. You know, people yeah. people were talking about how like they should have like a a female be like a Bond villain. What do you think about that? I, I mean, I would be open to it, depending on like on who it was. Because I remember some of the ones people were throwing out were like Olivia Coleman and Glenn Close and all them. I would, I probably prefer maybe like a Olivia Coleman than a Glenn Close. But I, I think a female Bond villain could be done. I don't know personally. I don't know why it hasn't been done at this point. I mean, I'm I'm okay with a female Bond villain. What's the girl? What's the woman who's in like the X? Who was in the X Files? Uh, Gillian. Uh, uh, Gillian Anderson. Yeah, I can definitely see her as a Bond villain. Like yeah, that's a good one. That's a good choice as well. Something like that, just with I the accent to Theron or somebody like that. Yeah, someone with a nice accent to well, it. Been, well, she's been a villain in the Fast and the Furious. So, I mean, oh God, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> I was fucking, say, she's already been a villain in things. The, the fucking dreadlocks bullshit. That I mean, if comes to shove, if you're gonna go with more men being the Bond villain, you may as well just make Ben Mendelsohn a Bond villain as well, because he's been a villain in everything else. I still believe. Right, you might as well, and then have him make that same face that he makes but um <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i'm just i but i i am excited i, I i'm when when the when the bond 25 movie was announced i was very like pushed i was very like hesitant because of like you know daniel craig's comments and you know i don't want i don't want to see a phoned in bond movie and stuff like that and then how much how they lost the director and then it was being pushed back but you know, with all these upcoming news, you know, I'm excited. I'm I'm getting excited again about it. You know. Yeah, that's true. And the uh, the the one guy from <laughs> Game Night's supposed to be in it too with Bailey Magnuson. He's another one that they think. Oh, really? Is, I think he. They said he's also supposed to be in the movie in some regard. 
Oh, okay. You see, that works then. Um, all right. So now we have some DC news, and that is that Aquaman 2 is now set to premiere December 16th, 2022. Is that too far, or what do you think? Is that because I it's think an it Aquaman is. movie and they have to get all the visual effects right? Because I, I, th- I think that's how, they, that's how long they had to, they were, I think they were working on the Aquaman movie since like 2015. You know the first movie, so I mean, it makes sense to me. I think I think it's a little bit too long. I think you could push it up. Well, push it. I guess technically forward a year because it's so instead of twenty twenty one instead of twenty twenty two. Especially when they, especially what they were saying as far as like um, the comments when they were like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna be stepping away from the uh, from the group, you know, from the team up films and just yeah. focusing on the, the MCU style shared universe." <clears throat> So it would have been, it would have been like, it would have been, it would have been fine if like he was in like a Justice League movie in like 2021 or 2020, but that, if that's the case, and that means we're not going to see any Jason Momoa again um, for another three years, you know, and I, I, I mean, I don't really. Well, that's I what I'm mean, saying. It's a billion, it was, it made like a billion dollars and they decided to make a sequel come out four years from now, like, which is, yeah. which is, which was acceptable back in the day. But unfortunately with the casual, the well, casual movie going audience, like people aren't going to care as much in four years, I would think. Or the steam, or the steam, the steam is going to die down in four years. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm afraid of. I just don't want the hype to die down. Cause I think Black Panther Two was set, is set to come out in like 2021, I think. So, well, there's, no, well, there's no release dates for all that yet because they're they're not going to release any of the future what their future MCU plans are until after Endgame. But, right, right. But, I, but, but obviously, I, obviously, they're going to do Black Panther two and Doctor Strange two and yeah, because they've been like Black Widow film and all them, but they're mm-hmm. not like officially announced or in production or anything. Yeah, because I know they've been they've they I mean they still they're doing they're still doing the pre production stuff for those movies, um and then they also said how Guardians three is kind of on a back burner right now, um yeah. for the whole James Gunn stuff. But yeah, it's just a very well now he's pre- doing Suicide Squad. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, the Suicide Squad, which also uh, Will Smith will not be in it because yeah. scheduling and stuff like, like that. That's that's a that's a that's a tough that's a tough hit. I heard though that they were considering actually uh, either recasting Deadshot or just replacing him in the team with someone else, and I just thought that was interesting that they even thought about throwing out the idea of just recasting Deadshot. Well, I don't think. See, I don't think they. I saw the report that it was a very like you know amicable uh, meeting, and they were all on good terms. So I don't think they need to recast him, but just because he's not like he's not available to do the. Um, movie doesn't mean he doesn't want to i'm sure i'm sure will smith wants to i mean if you i mean if he's in movies like collateral beauty and all that shit then i'm sure he would (laughs) i'm sure he wouldn't mind being in another suicide squad movie so i do think like and i'm I'm thinking about like his schedule i know his schedule is kind of packed right now as far as you know i mean aladdin's done but then you know he'll probably have to do a lot of press for that. And he's supposed to, sh- supposed to start. He's, spar- he's supposed to start shooting uh, Bright Two in the summer. Ew, that's happening. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, gross. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, he's also shooting um Bad Boys for Life, so he's busy. So I can imagine that he's just not available to get bulked up and stuff to go be Deadshot. So I don't think they have to recast him. Just put another character in. Like I you figured said. they would put in Deathstroke. Deathstroke or anybody, honestly, you can put in any. There's there's a plethora, like we said on this show before. There is a plethora of Batman villains to choose from, like a plethora. It's just like Spider Man's villains. There's like so much villains you can choose from from um, Batman's like universe and lore. Bring so, back, bring back Jerry Leto's Joker. God, I mean, I I can I think that I think that that needs to be just laid to rest. I think it has been actually. <laughs> Literally. But, um, yeah, so I just, you know, there's other choices. You don't have to recast the guy. But, I mean, you don't need Deadshot in a Suicide Squad movie. You can just recast him. He was one of the better parts of that He was. Movie. He I was. I mean, I didn't like Suicide Squad overall, but there were of the highlights, obviously. Harley Quinn was a highlight, and Deadshot was a highlight. And, obviously, most people seem to like Harley Quinn because she's getting, like, 500 solo films. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, so I think I think it's possible to do it without him. 
and stuff. But I don't think you need to recast him. Keep him in the back pocket. Or he'll yeah. Work. He'll move on to something else. But um, moving into some our last news for the day. <clears throat> Sorry, it's, I have a cold. It's cold over here. But uh, moving into our last news of the day. Captain Marvel. Bunch of shit's going on with this movie. Uh, they had the premiere. Everyone said it looks good. It was pretty good. Uh, they have a, they're, you know, they're now on the the official press junket tour and all that stuff with all the premieres. They were just at the London premiere last night and stuff like that. Right now, we are we are seeing we are getting reports that the movie is set to track domestically 150 plus million. So I, uh, the backlash for this movie it's it's ridiculous on Twitter right now. As far as Captain Marvel, Ryan Tomatoes had to had to like get rid of a um you know they had to get rid of a uh you know they had to get rid of the whole people voting down the movie and stuff and, pe- and people making reviews before the movie even came out you know people who clearly are impressed and stuff and then like all that happened and then now people are calling Ryan Tomatoes shills. And this and that, and then it does, it does make you wonder why this was the <clears throat> movie that made made the difference, though. <laughs> yeah, and then like um, and then just be, and then also the other. I well, I mean, you're right. Disney is a powerful being and stuff like that. So I'm sure if they go to someone like, hey, there's people, you know, shitting on our film and they haven't even seen it, they're just like being assholes and trolls can you do something about it i mean i mean i'm, I'm a little curious like imagine if like this ha- <coughs> had to shut it down like imagine like the backlash for like the the craziness that would go on with episode nine when it comes out later this year i know i know and i'm just very i i don't even want episode nine to come out because i just i'm just I, I just i vision so much twitter in my in my for in my future, and I envision what I got for Alita: Battle Angel. And if I don't like Episode Nine, <laughs> or even if I do like Episode Nine, I'm just gonna hit get hit with backlash. Just be, you know, whether if I like it or if I don't like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Regardless, right? On <clears throat> you're gonna get it regardless. That's what right. I in the you know, like uh, going back to our first point in the beginning of the show with Dark Phoenix. I I said it was fine. But obviously, people didn't like me saying it was fine, and I was skeptical and all that. But <laughs> I know, like, what do you want? And I, and I remember with like, whatever. <laughs> I remember when Alex and I were doing our Aquaman. Alex and I were talking about Aquaman, and we were like, "Oh, it was pretty good," you know, couple of things. And then people were like, "Oh, you fucking assholes! Oh, oh, if this was Marvel, you would have gave it an A plus." Or it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, you know, you know how many Marvel movies I did not like in 2018? Like, there's a lot. I mean... Well, nothing there's... Well, nothing in my mind tops... Well, going back... Also, since you mentioned it, our Alita review, and you said that somebody called us Disney shills. Even though I liked it. I liked Alita Battle Angel, but I'm a Disney shill. Yeah, Disney shill, because I didn't like Alita Battle Angel. If it was but a Disney I movie, it. I wouldn't have liked, liked Alita Battle Angel. But, like, you know, it's just fun. Yeah, and you liked it. I mean, you were still getting, like, you know, comments. Like, fuck yeah, him. Yeah, fuck you, Bob. Yeah. You know? People, but, uh, people, people in my comments were bringing up, like, The Last Jedi. And I was like, what does this have to do with Alita Battle Angel? <laughs> right. It's just ridiculous. So, back to um Captain Marvel. It's just Twitter is all over this movie because of Brie Larson's comments about, you know, more you know, diversity and stuff like that at the, you know, in the press and stuff like that. Um, so now babies are coming out and mad and somebody compared her to Hitler. And this is just, yeah, that was, that was a bit much. I have to admit, this is, it's just getting really ridiculous as far as this movie. It's another one of those movies where I just, I just, I, it comes out in a week and I just wanted to, wanted to get it over with, let it be out and let's move on from it. Like the Oscars, but uh, what's your thoughts on all this Captain Marvel bullshit? I mean, you you pretty much summed up my thoughts, basically. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I mean, they obviously they misconstrued her her actual words, like her quotes and what her meaning for what she said. I mean, obviously she just wants a more more diverse cast of group of characters when it comes to people in the interviews and the press conferences and just all the stuff that has to do with the media and press, which is which is fine. There's nothing wrong with having diversity. It's not like hatred towards white men in general it's just you want more diversity that's fine there's nothing wrong with that what's wrong with diversity right and then i'm seeing like like a lot of headlines who are trying to just get buzz on their name or like brie larson says she hates men and brie larson it's just well, even it's... before even before all this bs it was uh she doesn't smile 
Yeah, and all that and stuff. And I'm cares? like, what are y'all talking about? And if she doesn't smile in photos <clears throat> or like the the posters. It's like Wonder Woman didn't really smile either. Why does it matter? Yeah, the Wasp last year didn't smile. None of them um, do. It's even a, fucking Mrs. Even fucking Elastigirl didn't smile in those promo posters. You know what I mean? It's just like, what are y'all like, talking about? I'm saying, like, who cares? Even if she did smile, like, okay, she smiled in the poster, who cares? The only thing I said about, like, as far as, like, Brie Larson and all the Captain Marvel stuff is that I, her, I, I didn't, I, I don't care that she's not smiling and shit on posters. I don't even care that she's not smiling in the movie. Because you're supposed to be fierce and do whatever, you know, the character acquires in the movie. I just felt like I wasn't getting anything from her. You know what I mean? So when I'm, so when this movie came out, and people, well, it's not out, out, but like the first press screening, when people are like, oh, she was so great and phenomenal, I'm just like, okay, I'll wait. Because like those trailers are just not showing me anything. And like, there's no kind of like, I feel no kind of emotion coming from the coming from her performance like she wants to be yeah. it just feels very one note and like i'm telling you every time i go back to that we're we're noble warrior heroes every every time i go back to that line I'm, i just i just get like a little icky because it just feels <laughs> so it feels so out of place and i can't just i can't imagine and like with the with what i've seen so far in the trailers i can't imagine her landing and like in a time on earth in a time of distress and discomfort, she's landing on Earth, and Iron Man's like, "Who are you?" And he's and she's like, "I'm a warrior hero. I'm here to stop Thanos." Um, Nick Fury called me. Where is Nick Fury? I don't see him. What happened to him? What's wrong with your planet? Where is the sky Thanos? How can we be? I just like you know. I just I don't know. So that's that was my thing about it. The whole smiling on posters is dumb. Everyone's dumb with that. But um, that was my thing about the 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 trailers have done nothing. For me, the little, the little, little snippets, the little TV spots have done nothing for me. So, you know, I'm still in, in, anticipating it. It comes out in a week. I'm excited. Hopefully, I like it. If I don't, I don't. If I do, yay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not like uber excited for this. Like, say, like an End Game or anything like that. But I, I mean, I'm still looking forward to it. I mean, most of the Marvel movies. I mean, they're not all good movies honestly but i mean there are for the if you're going off of the grand majority like they're usually pretty good at least it's just the fact that like this one has a bunch of backlash behind it that's gonna make it annoying just to talk about in general <laughs> there's people who would fight you though about that statement that there's not any good at all you know i definitely oh, I know. agree there's like there's there's a couple of marvel movies that just don't do it for me um and it's not that they're i mean I won't say bad, but they're just like I thought. Ant Man and the Wasp was so basic. I thought Guardians well, Two, well, yeah, Guardian Guardians Two. I didn't like. I, I, mean, didn't, I, thought, uh, I thought that was okay. Like that one's that's not what I put in like the bad category. It's definitely towards like the middle to the end of the run as far as if I'd rank the MCU. But right. you got stuff like Thor: The Dark World and Iron Man Two, and even Iron Man Three. Like Iron Man Two the, was horrific. There's so oh. many films that you could put towards the bottom. I mean. There's stuff like that. Like there's, they're not, they're not always like amazing epic movies. Like right. they, they have a few that aren't like amazing. Even if the Captain Marvel ends up being somewhere at the bottom, the top, the middle. I mean, it, it should, it's gonna do well financially regardless. So like, I don't really know why everybody's like, oh, I'm not gonna go see this movie. It's like it's still gonna do well. Like it doesn't. Like, yeah, matter. it's gonna do fine. It's gonna the be Marvel like, movie. and there's gonna be sequels and all that stuff. But um. Yeah, are you telling me you don't like Iron Man two? My bud was my bud. Oh god, I hated that. I I was not a fan of Iron Man two. I hated Iron Man two. I thought I think, I, it, I, think it, I think right now that's actually my least favorite MCU movie. I think I have it on my letter. I think that's mine too, actually. Because I did a ranking. Uh, I did a ranking on my YouTube channel a long time. It was after Endgame. And, uh, yeah. I had a uh, Iron Man two, I believe, at my bot, my very the very bottom, or like the it was like the bot in the bottom three at least. I knew that or the Dark World and Iron Man two were or two of the three. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think Thor the Thor the Dark World was like was like second to last, but then I think Iron Man two was last because I don't know something about Iron Man two just rubbed me the wrong way. The uh, the everything I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm still excited for Captain Marvel. Everyone, this is, it's becoming, sadly, it is a placeholder for Endgame, sorry. Um, 
Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a white man, so I mean, I'm not biased or anything. But you think, you think that uh, <clears throat> Marvel is going to get any Oscar nominees like Black Panther and the and no, like as far sorry. as far as like as far as like imagine if some of like like hypothetically speaking, let's say Captain Marvel ends up being nominated for Best Picture like Black Panther was this year. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know how it is yet. I mean, but I know. I know listen, just, I know. Speculating. Yeah, like I know when I saw that first Black Panther trailer, that showed me my respect. I, I love that shit. You know what I mean? That shit got yeah. me hyped. Yeah, the Killmonger transformation shit was dumb. Like you know when he transformed into the um the other Black Panther kind of thing, the, Black the gold, the gold Black, the gold Black Panther, the golden whatever. When he that was stupid, but I remember loving that trailer. I never freeze. I don't know. All that stuff was cool. This one, ugh, I don't know. This trailer, oof. but uh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully it's good. But if not, I mean. It, it, it is what it is. Hopefully it's good. You're right. Um, all right, guys. That is wrapping up. That will be the wrap-up of our show, episode 33 of the Cinemania World Show. Uh, Tyler, if you have anything to um, let us let the uh, everyone know where, where they can find you and all that stuff, what's going on on your YouTube channel, and et cetera. Uh, standard stuff on the YouTube channel, movie <clears throat> reviews, trailer reactions, unboxings. That's kind of my thing. I've... I plan on doing a review at some point next week for Captain Marvel on my channel. It could be Tuesday night or Thursday night. It's probably going to be Tuesday night, though. But regardless, that's like the main thing I got in the in the pipeline. Other than I'll probably I'll probably end up talking about the Hellboy trailer when it drops at midnight if I'm awake. But we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean, you can find me on YouTube. It's just my name, you know, Tyler Calvert, T-Y-L-E-R-C-A-L-V-E-R-T. I'm the first one that pops up when you search me. Obviously, I have Instagram as well, which is Tyler Calvert twenty three, and Twitter is Tyler underscore Calvert twenty three. I am very unoriginal with naming my profiles. <laughs> hey, listen, fine with me. Um, all right, guys, you can find the Cinemania page on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean and Messy FM Radio. Thank you, Messy FM Radio, for sponsoring our shows. Uh, you can find our Cinemania merch on TeePublic. I think they're doing a 30% off. They're always doing deals over there. Go grab yourself a t-shirt, a laptop case, a mug, whatever you got to do if you want some Cinemania gear or swag. Uh, also, be sure to follow all of our Cinemania editors, Brett, Tyler, Jared, Alex, Christina, Meg, uh, this is a bunch. Bailey, James, all those guys. Make sure you guys follow them. They're all over our social medias. You can find us on Twitter at Cinemania World, Instagram at Cinemania World, uh, Facebook Cinemania. They won't let they won't let me change my Facebook name to Saint Cinemania World because Facebook <laughs> and life. Um, everyone, go tell Facebook to get their algorithm right. And then, with that being said. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Tyler. Join us for next week for um, episode 34 of the Cinemania World Show. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye.